Welcome to 5 to 9, the movie game for movie fans, where we have to connect actors to actors through no fewer than five and no more than nine movies. I'm your host, Eric Ginsberg, and we're coming to you live from quarantine in my apartment in beautiful Asbury Park, New Jersey. Do you love movies? Do you love getting lost in the IMDb, the Internet Movie Database? Do you love talking through, oh, who is that guy? Who isn't that thing? What's his face? Then this is your show, and this game is for you. In just a moment, I'm going to introduce today's contestants. But first, I want to remind you that if you'd like to be a contestant on 5 to 9, you can enter for a chance to be on our show by beating us at our own game. Just download or purchase official 5 to 9 game cards at 5 to 9 gamecom play today's challenge, post a photo of your winning game card on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, and tag at 5 to 9 game in your post. So, my first guest today, he is an urban planner working on transportation in Massachusetts. He is a man who told me before the show that he really wants to see a sequel to Vice, maybe a prequel though, where Christian Bale plays Teddy Roosevelt. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Max Natanagara. Hello, Max. Hi, Eric. Good to be on the podcast. Yeah, so tell me just conceptually how a Vice prequel would work. Well, I guess I was thinking that Adam McKay is really good at like taking a subject, whether it's like the big short or or Vice, and like just looking at history and putting an exciting different spin on it. So I really am interested in learning more about Teddy Roosevelt. So it's a bit self-serving and Christian Bale can really disappear into a role. <laughs> so I think that could work well. Nice, nice. Now you told me that, you know, of some of your favorite movies and movies that you love a lot, you love a lot of classics, you know, Lord of the Rings and Jaws and The Dark Knight, but Knives Out has already made your list of one of your favorite movies of all time. What is it about Knives Out that just made it an instant classic for you? Well, I should say I saw it five times in theaters. Um, oh, wow. So That's an investment. Yeah. And, and interestingly enough, the first time I was just like, yeah, it was pretty good. But I think on rewatching and rewatching, it's just the ensemble cast is great. The screenplay by Ryan Johnson, for which he was nominated for an Oscar, is just really speeds things along. It's a really cool modern twist on the whodunit. I'd, I'd see it again. Yeah, I uh, I saw that in the theater once, so you're way ahead of me, but I also really enjoyed it. I did, however, expect there to be more knives from there the title. Knives. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, eventually, but I, yes, you know, that's true. thought there'd be more knives than there was vomit in terms of a ratio, <laughs> but the ratio went a different way than I would have thought. So our next guest is a writer of poetry and illustrator of comics. Ladies and gentlemen, Elizabeth Graham. Hello, Elizabeth. How are you? Hi, Eric. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm okay. So you told me that one of your favorite movies, maybe like the best of all time, you went Wally. You went straight for Wally as the best movie with, of course, the late, great Fred Willard, whom we just lost this week. Tell me, why is Wally so near and dear to your heart? Well, I mean, first off, rest in peace, Fred Willard. I mean, he's so good. They don't even animate him in the movie. Amazing. Um, yeah, Wally is just so amazing because I feel like there's very few movies that can have no dialogue in the first half hour, and it just makes you fall in love with the main players of it. Um, I think it's just one of Pixar's most amazing animations. Just it looks beautiful the whole way through. Um, and it was also the first movie that I can remember crying at in the theaters. I was like 10 or 11 and it just like moved me so much. I just think it's a spectacular movie. So that's why it's on my all-time favorites. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely phenomenal and it's almost a silent movie in a lot of ways. 
And so they kind of harken back to a lot of those strategies in filmmaking from silent movies. But yeah, they said so much with just their names. They conveyed so much with their body language. Really a phenomenal film. So guys, we've invited you both here today to play the movie game 5 to 9, where you'll have to connect two actors through no fewer than five and no more than nine movies. Here's how we're going to play. Before the show, I asked you to write down and send me the names of five actors. Now, I put those names inside a literal hat, and now I'm going to randomly draw two of them that you are going to have to connect. So the first name that's going to go in our from spot, I'm giving a good mix here in the hat, so we're definitely going to be randomized. Our first name is going to be Aquafina. So let's put Aquafina, who's definitely having a moment of late, in our from spot. And we're going to have to connect from Aquafina, who of course has her phenomenal show on Comedy Central now. Aquafina is Nora from Queens. I love how Aquafina is is officially part of the title. It's not just how it's billed. <laughs> it's part of the name of the show. Nice. But we're actually going to go from Aquafina to Nicole Kidman. Okay. All right. Now, we're also going to draw a third name, and that is going to be our wild card. If you can go through that wild card, you can earn three bonus points. Our wild card is going to be, oh, is going to be one of my favorites, Paul Rudd. Okay. So I am older than I look, and there were a lot of years in my life where I was younger than I looked. I've kind of looked pretty like even keel for a lot of years. And whenever somebody calls me on that, I just tell them I'm pulling a Paul Rudd. I'm doing my best <laughs> to just pull a Paul Rudd. That's what I'm working on. We can all aspire to that. Yeah. If I can do it half as well as he is. That'd be great. Now, of course, Kevin Bacon is always going to be our perennial wild card worth two points. Any Saturday Night Live cast member is also always worth one bonus point. We're also going to have a house rule. I'm going to spin the house rule wheel. I'm going to hold it up here on the screen so you can see the house rule. I'm going to spin that, and it's going to tell us what the house rule is. And today's house rule is going to be Academy Award winners. Oh, so... Any Academy Award winner that we can include, be it a, an Academy Award winning film that won for Best Picture or an Academy Award winning actor, that's going to get us a bonus point throughout the game. So, Max, Elizabeth, you'll be playing together. I'll be here on the sidelines to offer some help along the way, but not too much help. Are you guys ready to play the game? We definitely are. Absolutely. Fantastic. And as always, I'd like to apologize in advance to the actors who spent a career building a body of work, whose faces we know, but whose names we may butcher, <laughs> and to all the hardworking writers, directors, and producers who picked the perfect name for films that we may likely fumble through. I swear, we really do love your work. So, we're going to start with Aquafina. Start talking through what are some movies that Aquafina has been in. Obviously, she has a very young career in terms of being a featured player in films, but she's definitely racked up a couple of great credits just in the last year or two. What has she been in? Let's start rattling them off and see how we can get from her, maybe to Paul Rudd if we can do it, but definitely to Nicole Kidman for the win. Yeah, um, right off the bat, I'm going to, just connecting, I guess, to actors who are also in quite a few things, I'm thinking of um, Crazy Rich Asians, um, mm -hmm. so like actors like, um, Constance Wu, um, who we can then connect to other people. So that's where yeah. my brain went sure. pretty immediately. I guess I haven't seen all that many, uh, Aquafina pictures. It's her in The Farewell, mm -hmm. right? 
Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And the gem- which is available now on one of the streaming services. Yes. I forget which one. Amazon oh, uh, Amazon. It's on Amazon right now. Yeah, Amazon Prime. Um, and the gentleman who plays her father, I wish I remembered what his name was. He's I've seen him in quite a few things. Um, I definitely don't know it, unfortunately. Um, she was also in a pretty big ensemble cast about two years ago. A movie that was actually named for both the ensemble cast and the number in the ensemble. Oh, oh, um, Oceans are... Was it 11? Was it a remake of 11? Or is it 13? How many were there this time? (laughs) I didn't see it. Was it 13? Was it 14? Well, the plan was to actually start a new trilogy. So if they'd already done 11, 12, 13, they rolled it back this time to 8 so they could do 8, 9, 10. And get like... A prequel trilogy. It's not a prequel trilogy, just in terms of how many players. I guess my problem with Ocean's 8, if you haven't seen it, is that, you know, you you already have a cast of eight. And I guess two problems. One, there were seven of them. And at the end of the movie, it's like, oh, this person was the eighth one all along. And you totally saw it coming because you can count to seven and you know the name of the movie you just paid to see. My other problem is whenever they ran into a problem they couldn't solve, they would introduce a new character who was not one of the eight, who had only the one skill set, solve the problem, and then disappear from the movie. (laughs) So that really kind of like lowered the stakes. Yeah, I guess that makes me think of the hateful Quentin Tarantino, like there's more than eight people in that uh, even in the main yeah but only eight of them were hateful in that's fairness true. that's true one of them was just in the crossfire um, <laughs> and then well i guess like the, and it was also his eighth film which was you know part of that whole that's true you had to do eight it film it's you know part yeah. of that name and i guess oceans eight i don't know coming at it from a perspective where prequel trilogy i mean have there been any successful prequel trilogies Financially wise, And to be sure. clear, it is technically a sequel because the main character from Oceans 11, 12, and 13 is supposed to be the older brother of the ocean in this movie, mm-hmm. and he is dead. Oh. Yeah. They're like, right in the beginning, he's dead, but there's, like, this question the whole time, like, is he really dead, or did he, like, fake his death as part of some kind of getting away from a heist? And they don't really answer it, but they kind of plant the seeds for a, a, a nine or ten that are never going to happen because it was not a great movie. It did not do very well in the Can theater. Can you think of people that are in Ocean's 8 um, based on the advertising? Well, isn't it Kate Blanchett? Kate is Blanchett's it? a huge... She was, yeah. yeah. Um, and, she, uh... she was in the Brad Pitt part. Mm-hmm. Uh... And then who was... The brunette. I'm like, I, my, like I my, love that you're referring to her as the brunette. That makes me so happy. Those are like the two main roles in any movie starring women: the blonde and the brunette. So we got Kate Blanchett. Um, and then, yeah, I I want to say, was it Anne Hathaway? Was it Sandra Bullock? Uh, Anne Hathaway was in it. But it was Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock was, both of them are in it, so yes. Whoa. But Sandra Bullock was the Ocean's character. She was the Ocean. That's pretty stacked. That wouldn't be a bad place to go from. No, I think go, that's a great. And Kate Blanchett and Sandra Bullock both have Academy Awards. And so too does Anne Hathaway. So, I mean, literally all three of them. Like, any which way we go, that'll be a winner. <laughs> yeah. Um, in a way, it's kind of similar to Star Wars The Phantom Menace. Star Wars The Phantom Menace also had several Oscar nominees in it, but... Oscar winners, though? Uh, I don't know. Liam Neeson, Terrence Stamp. I'm not sure if Terrence Stamp ever won an Oscar. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. But if we're going to go from Ocean's 8, and we're going to go through any one of those actors, and we're going to get to Paul Rudd, hopefully, can we think of any of them who were in movies with Paul Rudd or in movies with people who were in movies with Paul Rudd? 
while Kate Blanchett and Paul Rudd are both MCU alumni. That's true. That would be a very easy. We can take easy. The, I, yeah. the MCU is such like a, like both the Oceans movies and the <laughs> MCU are like such a great like little gimme. Yeah. But, you know, hey, points is points and yeah. take them all. All right. Well, you do it this one time. Sometimes when we play it, we're like, all right, no MCU because sometimes we just keep <laughs> going back and keep going back. We also have our own house rule that we're not allowed to use um, the movie um suicide squad suicide squad <laughs> i don't know why that really rule started. I just, just think, out of spite yeah. <laughs> i think so yeah purely out of spite <laughs> and it's such a stacked cast so there's always that moment mm-hmm. that's like oh we could easily connect this person to this person and we choose not to um but i think we're gonna take it this time with MCU. well i mean you know jai courtney is not in a million movies nor is scott eastwood i mean it's not that stacked of a cast you got a couple of good people in it but then a couple of like yeah i guess he's in some movies <laughs> yep all right so let's go with mcu so i guess Kate Blanchett? yeah they haven't been in a movie together because she was only in thor ragnarok so I guess so, we'll make the connection to Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. And then to want to say Infinity War? Mm, yeah. Well, you uh, got to pick an actor, wait, though. Wait. Oh, right. Wait. Paul Rudd was not in Infinity War. He was not. That's right. He was under house arrest, which, by the way, is a big complaint I have about that movie. Because right in the beginning of the movie, when they're trying to get Ant-Man to help, they say, no, 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 he's under house arrest. And yet, when you watch Ant-Man and the Wasp, the sequel to Ant-Man, where he is under house arrest... By the end of the movie, he is thoroughly off house arrest by the time oh, yeah. the events of Infinity War happen. And you would think if they've got an Ant-Man who could also be a giant man, they would know what day he gets off house arrest. <laughs> Agreed. All right. So we could do Avengers Endgame then? Yes, let's do Endgame. Oh, wait. No. Wait. But again, yeah, yeah, we need yeah, an actor to connect. All right. Yeah, Kate so... Blanchett is in Thor Ragnarok with Chris Hemsworth. Great. Who is in Avengers Endgame with Paul Rudd. Boom. You just got to your wild card for three points. Oh, so exciting. So how many um, how many of the five are we up to, of the minimum of five, Eric? Well, you have to get between five movies and nine movies. We've used yep. three movies so far. We're trying to get now mm-hmm. from Paul Rudd to Nicole Kidman. All right. All right. Could we, could we nab a... I feel like we can swing along an SNL cast member Yeah. pretty easily. Okay. Yeah. Right, and wait, Kate, Kate Blanchett is a Academy Award winner? Yeah, yep. so Sure is. There. She won for Blue Jasmine. All right, mm. and Carol too, or did she not win for that? Carol too. Oh, Carol, the movie Carol. Carol also. <laughs> uh, Which I didn't see, I, but I thought she got I one. think she won two Academy Awards, but I can't recall what the second one was. Fair. Off the top of my head. All right, so now we're, we're, so on, we're on Paul, Paul Rudd. Rudd. We want to get mm-hmm. to Nicole Kidman. I would love to swing in an SNL cast member. And I feel like we could do that from Paul Rudd pretty easily. I'm just thinking comedy and comedy people. Um, A lot of people who use the same actors over and over again like to use Paul Rudd. And to me, that's always a sign that you are just a delight to work with because when a director (laughs) is picking who they want to be in a movie, part of the equation is who do I want to spend a couple of months with? And if it's going to be a a chore and just awful to spend time with that person, they're not going to put him in a role. And I think about that sometimes when people used to be famous and get A-list roles and they just don't anymore. I just think, you know what? They're probably awful to be around. Right. And just like someone who's so sweet and so handsome, like just bring them back on. Let's just oh, hang yeah. out. I'm Paul not sure Rudd if you guys have seen his Netflix show where there's two Paul Rudds. 
He is twice the charming, and yet, and yet, the Irish actress who plays his wife, I gosh, I can't remember her name right now. I just know that her Twitter handle is We Miss B. But she manages to outcharm Paul Rudd. She's more charming oh, than is Paul it, Rudd. Is it Aisling B? Maybe. Maybe. That sounds vaguely familiar. I can't recall <laughs> off the top of my head. But she's Irish and she's adorable. I'll check that out. So, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, let's think about if you want to figure out SNL cast members. I can think of a couple SNL cast members who've been in movies with Paul Rudd. Who's someone who loves to use Paul Rudd over and over again in movies? Right. I'm thinking of Judd Apatow movies. Mm-hmm. So, like, oh, my gosh. Who is in, who is in like, Knocked Up or um, This is 40? I don't think I've seen either of those, unfortunately. Oh, you know, a lot of those man. movies, Judd Apatow likes to recycle a lot of the same people, but I, I can't think of any of those folks being on SNL. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, is he an which which is interesting but... because Judd Apatow and Adam Sandler were at one point roommates. Oh, Get yeah. out of here. Yeah, I do remember that. And so I Judd Apatow no has used Adam Sandler in a couple of movies, specifically Don't Mess With the Zohan. Judd Apatow made that stinker. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Adam Sandler. Oh. Uh, and and John Apatow's wife was in Adam Sandler's Big Daddy. I love that movie <laughs> so much. And she is also, of course, Paul Rudd's wife yeah. in both Knocked Up and This Is Forty. That is Judd Apatow's wife. And the girls in both of those movies are Judd are Apatow's they? daughters. Yeah. All right. Something that just came So literally point. he's just putting Paul Rudd as like an avatar of himself, taking his place in his own literal family with his wife and two kids. It's perfect. Has John You got to really Riley, like a guy for that. Has John C. Riley been in any movies with Paul Rudd? Because from him you can get – he wasn't on SNL, was he? John C. Riley. No. He was no. not, but who is a frequent John C. Riley collaborator who was on SNL, who Will was Farrell. in a couple of movies, with, sure, with Will Ferrell, and what movies did Will Ferrell put oh. uh, Paul Rudd in? Anchorman. Oh, my God. Absolutely. Perfect. <laughs> All right, so we're going to go from Paul Rudd um, to... So we got from Judd Apatow into the Adam McKay-averse. Where yes. he works, you know, he does a million movies with Will Ferrell. Fun fact, when Adam McKay pitched Talladega Nights, The Ballad of Ricky Bobby, to the studio, the only pitch, the only thing that he used as his setup to get millions of dollars was Will Ferrell is a NASCAR driver. That's it. They funded it. <laughs> perfect sorry so we made it to will farrell who is an snl cast member though not an academy award winner but still worth a bonus point and how are we going to get from will farrell to nicole kidman that is the question yeah this is going to be quite the quite the feat (laughs) no we got this no we got this okay what are some let's go start on her reverse engineer some some nicole kidman comedies because I feel like we'd be better pressed doing that than Will Ferrell's dramatic stuff, which I don't really know much of. Wait, so I think I can actually make the leap. Like, one actor between Will Ferrell and Nicole Kidman. And I just can't remember. It. I just can't remember the name of the movie that I'm thinking okay. of. So well, I'm thinking of a out. movie with Nicole Kidman and Billy Zane. They're, like, on a boat. And there's, like, a shipwreck or something. I thought it was going to be Titanic with Billy Zane. <laughs> 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 oh, that redhead. sounds like exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, He's like a bad dude in this movie. Billy, oh my God, it's like literally Titanic, oh, but it's not like, Titanic. Is it, that's not Deadwater or something? It's like Deadwater or something, right? But it's Billy Zane it. and Nicole Kidman are in it. It's like red hair, red curly hair era, Nicole Kidman. 
Which Red curly like- hair, Nicole Kidman, is the best Nicole Kidman. <laughs> She's so good. You know what was an interesting Nicole Kidman performance was she was in Aquaman as Aquaman's mother. Yeah. Which was not... Is, uh, no. <laughs> I, I have problems with Aquaman that we talked about back in episode three, but I'm going to leave my problems with Aquaman alone for right now. All right. Well, well maybe we shouldn't go for that if we oh, can't. Because then it would be the drum from Will Ferrell... In, is in Zoolander with Billy Zane, who is, and Billy Zane is in this movie with Nicole Kidman. But that would absolutely do it. Now, I can do a fact check for you if you want to like final answer on a name. I can do a fact check for you, but essentially you're putting it all on the line because if you say that's the one and we use it and we connect it and we tally the points and then it's not it, you're not going to get the points and we're going to call it a loss. But and what was the upsetting. name of the movie? Oh, no, we, we definitely don't know enough to guess. Yeah, so... No? No, it's more like... Okay. But, like, so that's what I'm thinking of right now for Will Ferrell and connecting out to different movies is Zoolander, just because okay. all of the different cameos <laughs> from... There's so many people. You should listen to your friend Billy Zane. He's a cool guy. <laughs> uh, okay. Because well, then we could even do... Ben Stiller's in some dramatic stuff. That's true. Mm-hmm. Anything with Nicole Kidman. Or people who are in movies with Nicole Kidman. Yeah. All right, let's go from Nicole Kidman's side. First. Yeah. What so, are some, what are some movies you know about with Nicole Kidman? <laughs> that one with Billy Zane. Um, there's, <laughs> there's uh, Sleeping with the Enemy is one. Do I remember? Oh, uh, that was actually Julia Roberts. You're very right. I'm just like <laughs> thinking of like dusky colored '90s movies, mm-hmm. and that's where my mind she goes. was in The Hours, which I didn't see, but she was. Meryl she played Stre- Virginia Woolf. Meryl Streep in that. She sure is. All right. Well, that we can get anywhere. That's from, very helpful. With Meryl Streep, we can go anywhere. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. But we have to keep going from the Will Ferrell direction. Right. The Will Ferrell to Meryl Streep to Nicole Kidman. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right. Meryl Streep was in The Post, which has a large cast. That's true. Julian. Julia. Julian. Are we getting Julia. too far away? Are we going on the wrong branch? <laughs> I mean, you, you do you, man. She was in Little Women. She was in Little Women. Will Ferrell, that's a weird connection. I know. And or you could use, you know, who else was in The Hours with Nicole Kidman and or literally any other Nicole Kidman film. That's true. She's been in a lot of movies. That's true. (laughs) She's been in so many movies and I can't think of a single one (laughs) because I'm stuck (laughs) on Billy Zane. (laughs) Okay, Meryl Streep's also in... Oh, no. Meryl Streep's in The Deer Hunter with That's true. Christopher, Christopher Walken and Robert De Niro. Who are... mm-hmm. That was her first Academy Award nomination. Right. And that seems like it'd be easy to connect to Will Ferrell on paper. Now, hold on. You're real close. And you mentioned a star a moment ago that you can very easily connect to Robert De Niro, who was in a movie with Will Ferrell. Who's been in three movies with Robert De Niro that you just mentioned a couple minutes ago. Wait, John C. Riley? I that's that, that was just somebody I remembered us me- mentioning. <laughs> What's he in with Robert De Niro? No, no. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, you said you said he'd done a couple dramatic roles, but this was not one of them. These three movies were not among them. Well, let me ask you this. You wanted to get uh, Will Ferrell to Billy Zane through what movie? Wait. Uh, through Zoolander. Right. Who is Zoolander? Ben Stiller. 
And what's the Ben? Ben Stiller and Jim Oh, he's in three movies with Robert De Niro. Oh. Oh, wait, do we know this? A trilogy. Oh, is it? Of comedies. Oh, oh Meet the Parents. The there you go. And Meet the Fockers, yeah. There you go. Meet the Parents, Meet the Fockers, and then Little Fockers, the third in the trilogy. Ooh. So yeah, I, I think we've just done it. Yeah, no, I think that's good. I think we've done good. We yes, got the SNL I, cast member. So let's go through it. Give me one second to finish jotting it down. You worked it forwards, then you worked it backwards. You had to get from Aquafina to Nicole Kidman with a wild card of Paul Rudd if you could do it. You said Aquafina was in Oceans 8 with Cate Blanchett, who is an Academy Award winner, getting us a bonus point. You said that Cate Blanchett was in Thor Ragnarok with Chris Hemsworth, who was in Avengers Endgame with Paul Rudd, your wild card, earning three extra points. Now, he was in Anchorman, yes, with Will Ferrell, the star of the movie, although... Ben Stiller was also an anchor man oh my God, as one the of the alley. other anchors in the anchor fight. Of course. But Will Ferrell was in a number of movies with Ben Stiller, including Anchorman, including Zoolander, also including Starsky and Hutch. But you went from Ben Stiller to meet the parents with Robert De Niro, who is in Deer Hunter, which won the Academy Award for Best Picture. That's a bonus point with Meryl Streep, who is in The Hours with Nicole Kidman. And you have done it. We got two bonus points for SNL cast members for both Will Ferrell and Ben Stiller. We're going to get another one for Meryl Streep. We're going to get another one for Robert De Niro. So that is three. Did Nicole Kidman win an Academy Award? I feel as though maybe at some point she may have at least been I nominated. The, I thought she did for, for the, the hours. hours? Was it so. the hours? Mm-hmm. I'm doing that. a quick fact check on that one. Mm-hmm. I think she was nominated for Moulin Rouge. Everybody was nominated for Moulin Rouge except for Baz Luhrmann. And it was a very big deal at the Academy Awards. Whoopi Goldberg was hosting it. And she said in her opening monologue that Moulin Rouge was nominated for Best Picture and Best Screenplay and Best Actor and Best Actress and Best Song and Best Costume and Best Makeup and Best This and Best That. All somehow amazingly done without a director. (laughs) Kind of poking at Oscar. Uh, So yeah, so she was, you're right, Nicole Kibben did win the Academy Award for her role in Hours. So that is, oh my goodness, five bonus points on Academy Award winners. Now you did use eight movies to do it. We'll do 10 minus the number of movies. That gets you two points. You got three points on the Paul Rudd wild card, which gets you five points. Then you got five bonus points on the house rule for Academy Award winners. That brings you up to 10. You got two bonus points for SNL cast members. That gets you up to 12. You did not use Kevin Bacon, but that still brings you to a mammoth double-digit win today on the show. Congratulations to both of you. You guys did so well. Thank you guys so much for taking the time to be on 5 to 9 today for playing our game. You've each won the official 5 to 9 gamepad, which comes with 50 game cards and is also available now at 5 to 9 game Com. Listeners, do make sure to check out Elizabeth's Instagram at E underscore anagram to find her comics, her illustrations. Also, you can find Max Natanagara's blog called Max's Music Musings on WordPress. If you 5 to 9ers listening out there in the podcast ether, we're chomping at the bit, yelling out better solutions to today's challenge as we played through it. You can enter for a chance to come on our show by beating us at our own game. Just download or purchase official 5 to 9 game cards at 5to9game.com. That's the number 5TO. 
o-the-number-nine-game.com. Play today's challenge, post your game card on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, and tag at 5to9game in your post. High scores, as well as creativity and entertainment value, will all be considered. This has been 5to9. I'm your host, Eric Ginsberg. Our show today is recorded by us. I'm in Asbury Park, New Jersey. Max and Elizabeth are in Beantown up in Boston, Massachusetts. And our sound engineers have been us. We're doing it ourselves during quarantine. Our theme music is by me. You can subscribe to the 5 to 9 podcast through the Apple Podcast app, Google Play Store, SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube if you guys want to look at us too, or literally everywhere else you get podcasts. Please play with us online through social media on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can play today's challenge or make up your own and play with or against the global 5 to 9 community. Just don't forget to tag at 5 to 9 game in your post when you do. Thanks for listening and let's play together again soon.